Welcome back. You are listening to This One, Life Stories That Shape You. I'm Sharon Witt, and my special guest this evening is radio host Emily Jade O'Keefe, and we have been talking about going through breakup, um, going through a marriage breakup and life um, as she knew it, um, changing 16 months ago when her husband at the time let her know that uh, the marriage was not going to be continuing. And EJ, that was a... That's such a nice lady. Don't don't you wish it was more like that? So this marriage is not going to continue. You have a nice life. Goodbye now. (laughs) I was trying to put it really delicately because I know at the time it was not like that. Um, And EJ also being a very public person up on the Gold Coast, um, this was really tough because this was a very personal moment and very personal for everybody and in your tight group, but yet it wasn't ready to be public yet. And so how on earth did you go into the studio every morning and do your, your radio show um, and, and keep that personal pain from the public? I know you had to do that for a number of months. Mm-hmm. Well, it's kind there's a lot of answers to that. The first one is I felt like a fraud because I've based my radio career and my media career on being incredibly truthful and I'd never been through something this traumatic. So I had nothing to hide until this moment. So to be honest, I felt inauthentic, a bit of a fraud. Uh, on air, I had to sound cheery and chirpy because my job is to lift the spirits of the Gold Coast as they head to work. And so I didn't want to bog them down with, with my pain. But actually, it ended up being that, you know, I just didn't speak about anything in my life for a couple of months. I just kept it to uh, what were celebrities doing, what were the political things of the time, what were the funny things happening in the world. And I just kept, um, you know, my life out of it. Uh, But eventually I had to say something because quite a few months passed and, you know, we were being seen apart and it's a it's a small big town so Mm. people were starting to notice and ask questions and of course you know our friends had been talking and you know once you think about my um, group of friends and they've got a group of friends and they've got a group of friends and they've got a group of friends so before you know it most people on the Gold Coast know knew they were just waiting for me to say it and And it was hard to say I didn't want to I didn't want to say it I didn't want to say it anywhere because it made it really real and people, really... people look on social media, they look out for those signs, don't they? You know, are they photographed together all the time and suddenly there's no photographs and people start to sort of piece that together. And that's that must be really tough, having a public profile going through something so private that you yeah, really I think don't I'll... want to. I think what a lot of other people in the public eye do is they just simply go off social media for the time and they don't say anything. And, and jump back on when they're ready to face it if the questions come in mm. um, and or, you know, whatever type of media that they're, they're in, they say it in, at their time yeah. um, and, and in their way. But I, you know, I just jumped on air one day and I said it, you flew up that day. <laughs> I, I, we have to talk about that day because we'll go to that in a minute. You can tell the story because it is quite funny. It does really sum up our friendship very well. Um, but what made you decide to make a statement? You put a very public statement on, on social media and you, I think you read it on radio. Tell me about that day. Oh, I just it was just simply too many people were in my inbox saying, you're living a lie. We know you're separated. Why aren't you saying it? Um, and, and saying hard things too. You know, I've seen him here and da-da-da-da-da. And just like, yeah, righto. 
And that's when bad rumours start, you know, oh, are they in an open relationship? Are they this? Are they that? And none of it was true. We just simply yeah. separated. <laughs> that was so, it. so you read, did you read a statement out on radio that morning? Yeah, I had to because I had to get through it. And also the legalities of it all. I mean, I can only talk about my side of the story and mm. I've got to always be very considerate of him and let him know what I'm doing because this is his life too. So I just read a pretty, you know, people might say it's orchestrated or you know you're doing it for publicity or whatever but it was just simply a very quick statement I had to read to set it straight and then just never talk about it again and I had to do that legally really yeah and then right back here in Melbourne um, I hadn't gone on Instagram that day I wasn't looking at any social media and I'd had a really rough couple of days obviously my grief journey and uh, you can tell the story about what happened that day (laughs) So I, I made the announcement on air and about 10 minutes later, Sharon says, I really need to be with you. I'm getting on a plane today. And I thought, oh, gosh, she's read the um, she's read the statement. She wants to come up and support me. So, okay, yep, I get it. Come on the plane. So she gets on the plane, walks into my backyard. My backyard's full of people because my friends had all decided to rally around and bring me dinner and we had the kids in the pool and we were having dinner and a bit of a laugh and a wine because, you know, in my grief journey, been a few months since we separated it was just them simply supporting me through that because I had the daily mail and all sorts of people all after me for comments and it was a great dinner too we're enjoying it you know we're having we had uh, Christo's burgers delivered and it was just yeah lovely and I'm feeling oh this is exactly where I needed to be she thought it was for her everyone listening she (laughs) walks in and sees all these people and she's like oh my gosh you're here for me you're wonderful and they went what are you talking about have you not turned the tv on you did so she went you sat down and you went why are you all here what's going on I went well today's the day Emily said that she's you know separated and you went did you and I said isn't that why you're here isn't that why you sent me the message and she said no I'm distraught I had to get on the plane and come to my happy place (laughs) and the no no what actually happened was you said oh my gosh it's on the news or something and you know they'd make a statement or it was on the courier mail or something and I went what is and you said oh I made the announcement this morning on on air it's become public isn't that why you're here and I said no I was going I had a really bad day yesterday and I was advised to come up to my happy place so I flew straight up and you said aren't you here for me I said I was here for me and you said are you okay I said I am now and now I'm here for you so we laugh about that now and but you know what somehow things work in mysterious ways and I was meant to be there for you Mm, exactly very much appreciated especially for Miss Millie was it you know whenever stuff hits the press it's really hard on my kids so yeah I want to talk about that and we you know I think we will um we'll talk about this more in um the next episode next week because I think this is definitely a two-parter um seems that we've only got four minutes left anyway but I, I do want to talk um Actually, I want to talk about um, how friends and family react because when when you separate, people kind of take sides or they, you know, you've got your group of friends and people can be very angry on your behalf or they'll side, you know, obviously the other person's family might side with them. And I, I have been through this before because sometimes it's, very easy for us we just take offense for the other person we we just get angry on their behalf and it's very easy for us to do that but I, I remember when my girlfriend her husband left her and it was in the hor- most horrible circumstances but my children were best friends with his children and his wife was my best friend 
And as much as I was so angry about what he'd done, when I had to speak about him or be near him, I had to have this level of kind, well, I say kindness. Oh, look, I don't even know if the word is kindness, but I couldn't be nasty because our children were friends. And for the sake of the children, I didn't want to dish dirt on their dad. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think the word you're looking for is grace. You had to give him some grace. So there's two sides to the story and there's two people hurting. No matter why the marriage ended, there's still two human beings navigating their own lives. And I won't lie, in the beginning, I wanted everyone to hate him. That mm. made me feel better. Yeah. Um, I was okay with people coming over saying, can't believe he's done this to you. Mm. But as the months went on and I realized as I looked at my kids that every single person that came and put him down it was if they were putting my children down because they're half of him so I had to check myself and tell my friends and family we're not speaking poorly about him anymore we're going to speak about him with love or not at all when he's in the space we're going to be kind regardless of what's happened because I want to dance with my daughter's dad on her wedding day and that is only going to happen if all of us continue to be cordial to each other. And that set us on a real path of healing, but it had to come from me. Yeah, and that is so more easily said than done, isn't it? I mean, as you say this now, Mm -hmm. it sounds like, oh, yes, I made a choice and we were going to all be kind and happy and everything. But in the reality, it took some time to get to that point, didn't it? Because, yeah, the first few weeks and months, you just there's just pure anger, isn't there? And just there is there is. There is pure anger. And if we didn't have children involved, I'd probably still be angry. But we have children involved. And it was the children that woke me up because my daughter, um, we put her into some therapy to help her through. And her therapist would spend 15 minutes before her session with me to talk about what we needed to talk about. And then at the end, if there was anything we needed to address, she would just pull me aside quietly. Mm. And the thing that broke my heart is she said, look, Millie's really struggling. She's trying not to cry when I asked her why she said because mummy's crying so much and if I start crying she's going to cry some more and I just need mummy to not cry anymore Mm. and that broke me and I wanted to cry more yeah but it made me realize that a separation when it's a family separating it's not just me against him him against me it is all of us and so I had to rise above all of my hurt Mm. and be a better person like I had to make myself a better person and by that I don't mean oh I had to be a better person like I had to be a better person I wasn't being a good person I was bitter I was angry I had to become a better person for my children yeah and we've yeah. also got to teach our kids to break up and yeah. we're completely sour all the time about breakups we're not teaching them that that people have a choice and how they want to live their life mm-hmm. this was his choice I've got to respect his choice, even if his choice hurts me in that way. Yeah. Life is still going to go on. And if we don't make an example to our children of what it is like to break up with grace and dignity, they're not going to do it either. And the mm. mess of the world keeps continuing. And it's probably something that we need to discuss in high schools, how mm. to break up, how to take a breakup, how to mm. push through the emotion of a breakup, because a lot of problems in the world today are people not able to let go and we don't own each other. That is such a good point. EJ, there's so much more we need to talk about. So um, we are going to do part two of this really important topic 
next week. But that's all we have time for this evening. Thank you for joining me, EJ, and I look forward to our chat continuing next week. Well, that's all we have time for this evening. I look forward to your company next time. I'm Sharon Witt.